Welcome to Our Sleeve Life Podcast, hosted by Kelly and Mel, friends who had gastric sleeve surgery but five years apart. We wanted to create a supportive family with full transparency by sharing our stories as well as others from the community. We are breaking the stigma of weight loss and weight loss surgery one episode at a time. Hey, guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. (laughs) No. So if you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor immediately. Yes. And that includes diet, surgeries, and exercise. We love you guys, and we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family. That's right. So be careful and consult your doctor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back, OSLP family. Welcome, welcome. We are back. And I'm Kelly. And this is Mel. And you are listening to our Sleeve Life podcast. And it's just a me and Mel episode today. It is. It is. It's been a bit, man. It has. We want to give you the most updated information. And part of that is doing interviews. Yeah, absolutely. And we have some exciting ones coming at you. We do. So we we have kind of we put ourselves on the back burner but we love just recording just the two of us. Yeah, so. and what's going to be nice is this is after this airs one week later, you guys are going to get a fun one, a real fun one. So <laughs> we're really excited. So this week we're talking about perfection. Perfection. That is a, I mean, really, that's what we all strive for. Yeah, we're a bunch of crazy people trying to be perfect, and Mm -hmm. it's so not necessary. Well, I mean, (laughs) we live in a society where perfection goes above anything else. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. You know, you've got, even from kids, you had Barbie, which I'm not saying anything bad about Barbie because I had a lot of fucking fun playing with Barbie. Did you? But you've got Barbie, you've got... All of these images coming at you from clothes ads to gum to whatever. And all of these people have bodies that are considered, quote unquote, perfect. Yeah. The the ideal woman right now or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous because like if you look at the history back in the day, it was like actually like hippie women like that have mm-hmm. hips that are size 12 like uh, Marilyn Monroe and then it went down to like really stick figured mm-hmm. people in cosmopolitan mm-hmm. and then now like we're like all about body positivity so now there's actually different shapes mm-hmm. but for some reason the models on like Amazon and stuff are still tiny Amazon Sheen Sheen is ridiculous because those models are like stick thin yeah stick thin yeah and it's like it's just weird to see because you're like oh it looks really good on her so it's gonna look good on me right yep no because we all number one we all have different body types oh 100 percent. like this person like you're seeing is completely like just a pencil Mm -hmm. and then what like i'm an apple shape you're a pear shape i don't even know like we're all different shapes you're a pear shape i'm an apple shape. yeah so it's like we wouldn't look the same in that outfit no matter what No, no. Something that I like may not look good on you Mm -hmm. and vice versa. Yeah. You know, there's some dresses that you can wear that I'm like, nope, there's no way I could wear that. (laughs) And definitely vice versa, like the like the skirts, like you look great in skirts. And like, I am so nervous about skirts because of the apron. 
My apron shows. Yeah, but I mean, okay, you can so see here's... like literally like it looks like a happy face on the, my bottom but of my phone. Right fucking there. Yeah. That is the perfection. Yep. That is what our brains have been trained from very, very little yeah. to think like that. Yeah. Okay. So you're scared to ner- wear skirts. Yep. Nerds. Nerds. I almost said nerds. Um, skirts. But we shouldn't be because, number one, we've worked really fucking hard to have the bodies that we have. Yes. Yes. Really fucking hard. Yeah. And, you know, we've we've both gained a little bit of weight back, but we've worked really hard to get to this point. Oh, absolutely. And we continue to work every single day. So why shouldn't we wear what we want to wear? Yeah. Like, why should anybody have a problem? I mean, as long as you're not, like, walking around in your bra and underwear and, like, or naked or, you know, like, who cares? Who cares if my fupa is showing or my, (laughs) you know, like, it's just, it's our own strive for perfection. It is. It is. And it's also, it's like the perfection, it's body dysmorphia, Mm -hmm. it's the, like, societies like Mm -hmm. making us feel like we need to look a certain way to be like that ideal person yes and it's like you don't have to Mm -hmm. do those things no and i think part of it part of it is is you worked so hard and i know for uh a lot of you um the loose skin like it's hard to get past that because you've worked so fucking hard to get to this point and then you still have this loose skin or you ha- still have this apron or you have, you know, loose skin on your arms or your legs. Like there's so much that you don't just lose all the weight and then look perfect. No, like, you don't. You don't. You know, some people can, depending on your age, like. And you're just history, like your body history, because mm-hmm. like we've seen where people like have kids and then they don't have any any like tummy problems mm-hmm. no skin issues yes or they've gotten really big and now they've had the surgery and they're fine mm-hmm. um it's rare just because like in our world like we were all big for a while so or, like your skin kind of stays yeah or you extended. go up and down right so like, like for you me, went up and down yeah i went up and down so i like would get up to like you know 280 and then i would come back down and then i would go back up and then I would go back down. You watching the computer trying to track me. Track your finger. Uh, but I that up and down um, with diets. Yeah. That causes more problems with your skin. Yeah. Because it's stretching out and then it's coming back in and stretching out and coming back in like. Well, and we learned from Dr. Dovak what stretch marks are is the underneath skin growing fast at a faster rate than your top skin. Correct. So that makes sense. Like why like we're gaining weight and that's pushing out more. Mm-hmm. And then like, oh, yeah, your outer skin's not ready for it yet. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I didn't know that was how stretch marks worked. Like the mm-hmm. back of my arms. I fucking hate the stretch marks on the back of my arms. Yeah. I always have. I've always felt like because I've had them since I was little. Since I've met you. Yeah, I've always had them. And even when I was smaller as a kid, like my what for whatever reason, my arms grew faster than Mm. I don't know, because I you don't meet very many people that have stretch marks on the backs of their arms. Yeah, no. Like I would say only a few that I have. Mm -hmm. And normally it's after like they're older. Like I would say like. I mean, it sucks to say, but you are the first person I met as a teenager that had them. Yeah. Yeah. So you had to deal with this shit 
way early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I remember babysitting. Um, and this was my first like embarrassing, not embarrassing, but like realization that I wasn't perfect. Like, because, you know, as a kid, like you don't think about perfection. Right. You just think. You know, you're just doing your thing, right? Yeah. You're just being a kid. And I remember going across the street and babysitting this um, one of the boys. There was two boys that I babysat. And I was sitting there and he said something about the backs of my arms. He said, what is that? And I didn't think like that it was a big deal up until he commented on it. Ah, shit. And then I my my then I always hid Mm that stretch marks. Right. Because because someone mentioned it. Someone mentioned it. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. That's... Who was that that did the back of the arms? Oh, I don't remember his name. He was just he was little. It was an innocent comment. Yeah. Like he didn't. Because you guys were little kids. Yeah. Because like, I was like 12 or 13. OK. Yeah. And I can I mean, I can clearly remember sitting on the ground and him commenting on it. And I from then on, like I've always been embarrassed by it because I realized then I wasn't perfect. Yeah. You know, you didn't know until then. There's there a, was. I think there's a point in your life where you realize that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, it was it's the first time that, like, you get made, like, for me, it was the first time I got made fun of for being big. Like, I was mm-hmm. thinking it was, like, fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And, like, just some little boy. It's always little boys. <laughs> Fucking little boys. <laughs> it was little boys. And they were just, like, you're bigger than us. Why are you bigger than everyone? Like, I don't understand. And That's it's, hurtful. Like, and I was, like, I'm. I don't know. You're like, I've always just been like this. Like, <laughs> I have no idea. And like, I just remember like Holly and Brianna. I will always remember those two. And then Brandon, because Brandon's like, no, you look like an older girl. Like, you look good. And I was just like, OK, I guess that's something. I'm five. I'm in fifth grade. I have no idea what that means at that yeah. time. But yeah. I, I realized later I was like, oh, he was saying like, I am attractive regardless of what weight you're at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. even then I was a big girl. I was probably like I never we didn't have a scale. There was no scale in the house. Mm. So I had no idea what I was. But I've always been like what sixth grade I was wearing a size 16 pants. So. Large shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably no like an extra large shirt. Extra large. Yeah. If I was in dude shirts because remember that's when I would start. I was wearing guys like mm-hmm. skater shirts. Yeah. And I was a large in theirs. So. Which is funny because now I'm a medium in guys mm-hmm. shirts. So I'm smaller than I was even in middle school. Well, so which is crazy. Yeah. Like, so the strive for perfection started for you in middle school. Yeah. Well, fifth grade, basically. Once I realized, like, oh, I am bigger than these people mm-hmm. around me. So then like, you it was, it was noticeably want to look the right way. You want to put out the, the, the perfection. You always want to be perfect. I just wanted to be like everyone else was the deal. I remember being upset that I was like, why can't I look like them? Like, mm-hmm. I've actually said that to mom before. I'm like, why can't I just be their size? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And mom never answered. I don't think she even knew, like, what I was really saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because even with the jeans thing, which I don't know if I've ever told the story on here, but it's like, I remember all the girls wearing flared jeans. Mm-hmm. And all I wanted to do was wear flared jeans, but I had no idea what they were. Mm-hmm. So I just noticed, like, on the back of the... Lay at the knees, it would be this crinkle on all of them. If they had straight legs, they didn't have the crinkle. But if they had flares on, they had the wrinkle. And I was like, I want the pants that have the wrinkle, mom. Oh my God. And sixth grade, seventh grade. And that's when she said the whole, like, you're, you're too big to be in jeans. Like, you cannot wear jeans. Like, I had to stay in sweatpants and the stirrup pants. 
Oh, yeah. I had Remember the stirrup. That? I had the stirrup pants. Yeah. Yeah. Elementary school, but I had them. Yeah, I had them in elementary school and in sixth and seventh grade. I think eighth grade was my first year. I got some Shopco pants, guys. Uh, I remember <laughs> you wearing those because yeah. you wore them all the time. Because yeah, I was like, I can wear pants. Yeah. <laughs> I can wear pants, guys. <laughs> no one knew the thrill that I had because, like, they didn't know that my mom was telling me that I couldn't wear pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, me and Matt were in sweatpants and shit for a long, long time. And, like, it's funny because, like, even to this day, she like she doesn't remember saying it, but she's just like, I don't even know why I would say that. And I'm like, I don't know. Right. I have no idea. Like, like why they would have... you tell somebody that you can't wear jeans? Yeah. Like they're any size. They're can wear jeans. all sizes, all sizes, all sizes. And yeah, because I was buying I got up to a size 20. So I'm like, yeah, at freaking 12, 13, I could definitely get a 14 or 16 pair of pants. Yeah. It's like that's pretty normal. That's pretty normal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when we go into the store, like we were just in there the other day and we were looking at clothes and all of the larges were gone. Yeah, and I was like, why? Gone. Why? I mean, I'm not a large. Some clothes like you just want a little bit bigger. Yeah. Or like depending on the style or the brand, you know, sometimes you have to go up or down. Um, but I was like, why are all the larges gone? And Mel's like, because that's the normal size. Like it people really is. come in and they buy larges. Yep. Like that's why when you're a small, extra small, you can find so many more clothes mm-hmm. because there's not that many people that are that size. No, even looking, I remember um, when we were looking on Sunday at clothes and I was just like, how could I, I could never fit into a small or extra small. Like, I'm like, that is not even my body type. Like no. looking at it, I was like, what's that going to fit? Like my leg? Like, I don't even know. Like what one, one thing, like this is not <laughs> happening. I mean, I know like because those shorts, by the way, that are mediums fit just fine. Yeah. So I think I might be transitioning into a medium and just not realizing it. Because even those dresses, they're all a little bit big on me. The one I need belts for. And they're all larges. So I'm like, maybe I'm actually in the medium. Mm-hmm. And I just need to like come to terms with it. Because it's very, I never thought I'd ever be a medium. Like I'm a dude's medium for sure. So yeah. I'm like, oh, this is weird. Yeah. So. I mean, like, even then, I'm not even ready for it to be a medium. I'm just like, nope, I'm always big, so I'm a large, no yeah, matter what. Yeah, because we were shopping, and you were like, I don't know. And I'm like, I feel like those are going to be just fine. Like, yeah. I feel like mediums are perfect. They fit perfectly. Like, yeah. they're not loose. They're not too tight. Like, I can move, and then they look like booty shorts. That's like, what they're what supposed they to look like. Yeah. 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 It's ridiculous. Well, and I bought the medium pajamas. Mm-hmm. I should have got them fucking small. See, we both did it. Yeah. It's like we can't like trying to balance perfection and body dysmorphia is like not going to work. It's so crazy. We, it's crazy how your brain can do that. So yeah. you're striving to be perfect. Right. You want to be the size that everybody's at. So you have weight loss surgery. You're at the size that, you know, is pretty common. Mm-hmm. And you're a size medium or small or whatever. But then your brain goes, nope, nope, you're not there yet. Go back to F large, extra large. Yeah. Like, Remember, we almost bought an extra large pair of shorts just because we're like, well, they don't have them in, in uh, large. So let's just go up. And then that would have been worse. Oh, yeah. That would have been so baggy. Like, I like sweaters, like these type mm-hmm. of sweaters. I like these big. Yeah, I like, like hoodies big. Hoodies, I think, make sense. Yeah. For going up, especially like yeah. during uh, summertime, because like at nighttime, it gets really cold. Mm-hmm. So it's like I like a comfy sweater. Yeah. And one of my favorite sweaters is like a 2X 
And I just love how like big and comfy it is. Mm, mm -hmm. I wear all the time. You guys probably see it. It's the black hoodie with the OSLP in the corner. That's a 2X? Yeah. Damn. Because I originally got it for Satan. Oh, yeah. And he's so tall. So you're not wearing it. So I did want to bring up what the definition of perfection is. For she pulled listening. it up on her phone, guys. I totally did. So perfection, the condition, state, or quality of being free or as free as possible from all flaws or defects. Okay. That's crazy. Just so we're all on the same page, mm-hmm. nothing is perfect. Nothing is perfect. That's what we're trying to so like. So it literally says at the end. Free as possible from all flaws or defects. Yeah. One, we're born flawed. So there's no such thing as a perfect person. We are. It's just not, not happening. (laughs) Not possible. Hydrate just popped up and it says, I need it. SpongeBob SquarePants on the subject of water. See, this is why we like hydrate because it's flashing. It's giving us little signals. Um, saying drink your fucking water people that's right and that's a shirt guys in our store drink your Mm -hmm. fucking water so yes so anyways but yeah like there's no way anybody is perfect no nope 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 i mean we all have flaws we all make mistakes Mm -hmm. i mean there are so many things that we do as we are human right and that is a term that people regularly use Mm -hmm. i'm human i'm human So humans, by definition, are not perfect. Yeah, they're flawed. Mm -hmm. So don't worry. Like, do what you feel like is necessary for your body and what makes you feel good. Mm -hmm. But know that, like, perfect is not a thing. Well, and realize that you're you need to do you want to do these things. You need to do them for you. Right. Don't do it for your husband, your boyfriend, your kid. Like, you know, it's a good thing to have like a why. Yeah. You know, like I want to do it for my kids because I want to be there for them. But then also you're doing it for you. You're doing it for you to make your life healthier. Right. right? In in terms of weight loss surgery, obviously. To live longer. To live longer. Have a life. Be free. Like. You're stuck in this body that you're just like, I don't know how to get out of it. Mm -hmm. And feeling trapped. You're feeling trapped. So but do the things for you, which one of the things that we have debated a lot. And I know you've debated over the last six years. Mm -hmm. I've debated since before surgery. Plastic surgery. Yeah. Plastics like. I know we both go back and forth. Mm -hmm. We did a little bit. I think we both decided that we are doing it. Yeah, I went back for back and forth for years, mm-hmm. for years. Like I did a lot of research and it really wasn't until we did. And I know Kim thought she scared me, <laughs> but like until we did the first plastic episode with Kim and mm-hmm. like she's like, I hope I'm not scaring you. Um, but it's actually was eye opening because knowing that like, OK, I can totally handle that kind of pain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, this is fine. fine. Um, I know that I know now like what I do want is. Is a, my a whole like uh, tummy tuck. Yeah, that's yeah. all I want. Like, I just want the mommy makeover. So I want my boobs lift and a tummy tuck done. I see. I don't know about the boobs with the lift. They have to take your nipple off and they reposition it. That freaks me out. See, and I can't wait for us to interview a plastic surgeon. 
Mm. because I just don't know if the techniques are different because I've heard the same thing, but I'm like, but I've also heard of different stuff. Like it's under the boob. So then they don't move the nipple at all. And like, so I'm just like, Hey, what, what's going on with the nipple? Like, that's going to be a question for the plastic surgeon. Cause that is very nerve wracking. What's going on with the nipple? Well, cause like it's a sensitive area. It is a very sensitive area. And it's a pleasure area. area mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't want the sensation gone. No, 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 you no, know? no, no, Like, I don't want that no. gone at all. And what I, what we have heard <laughs> is like, some people have it gone and it's like, mm-hmm. that's, that would really fucking suck. It would suck. So I can't wait to interview some plastic surgeons. Uh, we've messaged a few, so we're going to get that on the book soon. But like, that's going to be a question mm-hmm. because that will determine whether it's just the tummy tuck or if I'm doing mm-hmm. both. And if I'm doing both, I'm doing it all at once as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I'm, I'm. Like 98.9% sure I want to do a tummy tuck. A tummy tuck, yeah. So I want the apron gone. I want the fupa gone. And then I want to do probably lipo around. Yeah. I think that comes with it, right? Some. I mean, that's where we want to do some like research. Yeah. We got to figure this out because I'm ready to do it like tomorrow. (laughs) I know that I have to figure out cost also but I like I'm ready I'm ready to get it done yeah I would love to just get it over with because I know like right in this area I'm gonna lose like five to ten pounds so easily easily oh okay so now you won't have like the apron line Mm -hmm. and then you've lost five to ten pounds on top of that Mm -hmm. like that'll be that actually put me right back to what I've gained yeah so I just want to look flat in the front Mm -hmm. like I don't want to have and that goes along with being perfect, right? Like, I want to have the perfect abdomen. I want, and I'm not asking for like an eight pack, six pack, or nothing like that. I just want it to be flat so that I feel comfortable. Well, you can do things to make it more flat without surgery, though. So that's just working out and exercising with, you know, planks and crunches. Just saying, because I have a very flat stomach, I'm just wide, I have hips. And I've always been that way. So, but, like, I mean, but in all, but I'm saying like the apron and I and the FUPA and right. all of that. Yeah. So even like I could work out as much as I want on my core, but that apron and that FUPA aren't going anywhere. No, they're just going to get smaller. That's all. Well, so and they didn't even like, because I've gained probably, you know, 15 pounds since my, my happy weight, which was like 150, 155. And it, they didn't go anywhere. Like even at my lowest at 141, they were still, they were still was there. Was it like loose skin more than anything or did it actually seem filled out? Like it just seems like that's where I carry my weight. Okay. Is like my thighs, my upper thighs and my apron area. So it's the viscular fat, right? That's what she says. That that's where they carry it is around their tummies uh, and their hips. And I don't remember. Yeah. 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 From with so, Dr. Dovac, she talks about it. Like that's where she said that know. if she sees someone like that's more of like the hips and thighs areas that mm-hmm. are bigger then she's looking at she, the visceral. She'll see more visceral fat in that area. And that's pretty normal mm-hmm. because of those area being bigger. Yeah. So you probably just have more visceral fat. It's fine. Probably. But I definitely want to do. Yeah. And I don't I, think I want to do plastics like. But plastics for me doesn't mean that I'm trying to be perfect either, though. 
Like for me, it's still because I love my body in the way, the shape that it is. Mm-hmm. It what for me is just cleaning up what I feel like it should have been like prior to all the crap that happened. Cause like same with you day one of us being born and then going into our like young adulthood, mm-hmm. we weren't taught the things that we were taught now for nutrition, mm-hmm. exercise, water, protein, mm-hmm. vitamins. So like I, when I talk about a reset button that includes plastics, because mm-hmm. if I was taught these things, then I wouldn't need plastics. That's how I feel because I would have all the tools. So I feel like my body wouldn't have like the apron as much mm-hmm. or even when I, yeah, I had Dylan and I get that that happens, but you can also bounce back from that. If you do the workouts and the stuff you're supposed to do mm-hmm. while you're pregnant and after you're pregnant, but, I didn't do any of those things. Yes. But I also want to touch on the fact that you have mentioned in the past, like asking, is it vain? Yeah. I, I want to do this. I was very scared of coming off like, vain or egotistical or shallow or just stuck up like I just didn't want because we see celebrities do it Mm -hmm. and then instantly we're just like of course you're gonna do it you're a celebrity we just think like they're assholes Mm -hmm. because they can afford it we can't (laughs) but like we can afford it we just have to figure it out like I didn't realize I thought it was like fifty thousand dollars and realizing it's not I mean it's thousands of dollars don't get me wrong it's an investment yeah it definitely is yourself 100 percent But also, like, I also think of it, too, with Dylan, where I'm like, okay, I don't also I want to make sure I have like a college fund for Mm -hmm. him first before I go and do some plastics. But then it's like, why? Like, I don't know. It's just very frustrating because you always have I'm always thinking of like everyone else before my own body, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Which I already have a fun going for him. So just FYI. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I don't feel like you need to explain that, but. It's true. You felt that you needed to. I did. Well, because like you're going to like we'll get parents probably out there to just be like, well, that is vain for you to do that. If you don't even have a college fund for your kid, why would you need plastics? Like kids come first. And I can hear that already with like someone sending us a message or whatever. And it's like, no, I I got something going. (laughs) Like Simmer down. So you saying that also pops into my head, like being the perfect parent. Yeah. Like, cause see, people are just so fucking judgy. Like you have to do everything right all the time mm-hmm. and it's not accurate. There's no way. There's no way you There's can be no right way. all the time. No. You can't make every single person happy. No. And that is why I say do it for you. Yeah. If you want plastics, you get it done. If you are sure, like obviously it's a big step. So you want to make sure that you are ready mm-hmm. for the journey because you know, you hey, you have weight loss surgery, you have your journey. Yep. And then when you get plastics, you kind of start that all over again. You do. Because you can't work out like in the right in the beginning. Like you're you're having to watch what you're eating because if you eat too much salt, you're going to swell. Yep. You have to stay up on your water. Like it's the same type of stuff. It's right? like a reset. Yeah. All mm-hmm. over again. Yep. So it's but you have to make sure that it's for you. Yeah. And that and I think when you do it for I mean, yes, a level of of your brain is like because I want to look perfect. Right. I want to look good. And in society's day and age or in society's view, you need to be flat. Yeah. And you can't show off anything because God forbid somebody see your apron 
I know. Through I, your clothes. I really, I, I really envy the cultures that don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so funny. Like, mm-hmm. um, whereas like in Florida and like in the Keys and everything, mm-hmm. like no one cares. No one cares. A you, lot of people out there have big butts, big thighs, like. Yeah, they're just wearing what they have and Mm -hmm. calling it good and not caring. And Mm -hmm. it's like and it's like I wish that we lived in an area that wasn't like shameful because you have these things Mm -hmm. because it's like, hey, we all have these things. Yeah. And a lot of people that shame us are people that are insecure about their own bodies. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a, re- a vicious cycle. Mm-hmm. It's like, stop being mean to people about their bodies. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I didn't know that if I was going to have rice and pork chops for a long time, that it was going to affect me until my 20s. OK, didn't know. Didn't know. And I mean, we didn't. And it's a lot. We're allowed to not know things mm-hmm. and then correct later. I think that's the biggest deal is like people seem to not give other people grace. Like they'll give themselves grace, but they won't give other people grace. And that's very mm-hmm. frustrating. When it comes to like judging people and their bodies, like, why are we being mean to people about that? So the way I view it is, is if you're judging other people, you may say you're giving grace to yourself, but you're probably not. They're probably not. They're you're just, probably just as hard on yourself. Yeah. They're talking a big game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's very, very accurate. Because I don't feel like you would... If you're giving yourself grace, I feel like you would automatically give that to other people before you gave it to yourself. Self. Yeah, I would. I would hope. But I mean, some people are just assholes. Yeah, and that's totally fine. Yeah. Like you do you, boo. But well, well, we've learned that, like, not everybody thinks the way that we think. Like no. we're learning that, like, there are some people that are just mean. They're, they're just, just mean spirited yeah, people. Those mean, bitter people that judge mm-hmm. you for your hair, your skin, your freaking fupas, like yep. aprons. They're just mm-hmm. like so rude. And mm-hmm. it's like, why? Why is that necessary? It's like we have so much so many better things to worry about in life mm-hmm. and just our day-to-day lives. Like life is fucking hard. Like, well, and that's another aspect why? of finding perfection. Like you want to have the perfect life and it's really hard. Okay. So Instagram, let's talk about social media for a sec. Because with having the perfect, and I'm using quotation marks, perfect life, you see on Instagram, these perfect kitchens and these perfectly, you know, modeled homes and you've got the perfect hair and you've got the perfect like everything right on Instagram. It's not common that somebody posts something and is like, look at my dirty kitchen. (laughs) Well, that's kind of why, like, even right now, I'm not wearing makeup, like because we're not perfect people. Mm -hmm. And the deal is, yeah, I don't think that everybody strives to be perfect, but I definitely think that there's a like very high number that does mm-hmm. because I genuinely love the fact that like when we do this in a studio in the basement, like mm-hmm. we are homegrown DIY 100% or is it DIY? Yeah. DIY, DIY 100%. I was like, wait a minute. That's not right. You know, like Kelly all the time will be like, I need to clean my kitchen before the live. No, you don't. Don't worry about it. Like, yeah. well, we're I need to clean my fucking kitchen people, You know, like we have real lives. We're mm-hmm. busy. It's okay to have things dirty. Mm-hmm. Like there's no such thing as perfect. Yeah. And learning to be okay with that is a thing because like we don't fit your normal mold. Like no, we, we don't. We've talked about this several times where like I felt like. 
well, one, back in the day, six years ago, there wasn't this huge Instagram community like there is. Yeah. You had to like build it. And it's funny because you I start meeting people that have been here for six years, but they're like the beginners, you know? Yeah, they're like, OGs. like legit yeah. OGs. And I'm like, damn, like I would have had to start from there. And I did not have the courage mm-hmm. or the energy to do anything like that. And now mm-hmm. I'm just happy I'm a part of the community because now I can feel I can feel better about things that I thought were like shameful. So mm-hmm. but like it's interesting because like I didn't find someone that looked like dark hair, dark eyes, big hips, like could not find these girls for a while. Mm-hmm. And it's like now I can. I have full access to you guys and I love it because like it makes me feel better. Like we're we're in a team in a tribe because guess what? Like we're all the same. Like we are mm-hmm. all just fucking people. We all go to bed and wake up and deal with our days. And some we of them all, are shitty. Some of them are. Yeah. And we all have cellulite. Yeah. We all have stretch marks yep, somewhere. We've all made mistakes in our past. Yep. We, you know, most most of us have loose skin or uh, apron or, you know, a, any a number of things. Yeah. You know, nobody, you know, even those models that you think look perfect they're not. They have insecurities just like the rest of us. Well, and knowing in the late 90s and early 2000s, they were airbrushed. Yes. And that's exactly when we were teenagers mm. growing up thinking that you had to have no stretch mm. marks, no imperfections. Mm. Like I love the models today that go on because they'll even have like like how my sister-in-law has vitiligo mm-hmm. and she has it on her face, hands, arms, and it's very blotchy and they rock it. And I fucking love it because it's like, yeah, like these are real people. These no are real one, people. No yeah. one can be airbrushed at all mm-hmm. times. Yeah. It's not necessary. Like, it's like the entertainment world thought, like, nope, they can't handle imperfections. They have to, everyone they have to see is perfect. Mm-hmm. And I get, like, you want pretty people. It's more attractive. So then, yeah. like, it's more appealing. Yeah. But also, we like normal, attractive people. Well, you know? I think as a society, like, you know, building on top of, you know, the Instagram perfection, you know, the perfect bodies, the perfect post, um, the perfect, perfect pose. Like, you know, I have that pose that I go to every time because I know it makes my body look better. Right. Um, But I also you see some people that are, you know, they always have the perfect stuff yeah you know like they have the perfect boobs they have the perfect like you're like oh they're absolute perfection right Mm -hmm. so that's what you're striving to be like because that's what you're seeing you're seeing the perfection and people like seeing perfect homes perfect outfits perfect you know all of these things and that's what you like to follow because well i i think you're generalizing a little too much though because not everybody wants all those perfect things. But I think it's more you know I mean? interesting to s- people gravitate more towards perfection is what I'm saying. So like people, if you put up two identical Instagrams, right? Mm-hmm. And one, your house was a wreck in every single photo. And then the other one, it was perfectly polished. Mm-hmm. People would, I think, I think that people would gravitate more towards the perfection than they would the normalcy. See, I'm torn because our brains like negativity as well. (laughs) So we might actually flip through a lot of the crazy house situation. Mm -hmm. So like, that's what I'm just saying. I I feel like, because I've never thought of perfection, like I need to be perfect 
only time I, I would say I can, I'll take the back one second. It's not, it's never been my body. It's been my work. I strive to be perfect at work at all times. And you know this because I get Mm -hmm. fucking hella stressed out if I do even one little thing wrong at work Mm -hmm. or one little thing wrong with the podcast. Like Mm -hmm. I take my work super seriously and Mm -hmm. I want that to be perfect. But I've never been like that with my body. I've always dealt with a bigger body. I've always accepted a bigger body. I always assumed I would die fucking in my 200s, 300 pounds. I never thought this would ever happen. Mm -hmm. I've never, I always had to come to terms with, Oh, you come from a bigger family. Mm-hmm. You're just going to be bigger. That's just how it is. Because that's kind of how my family's always been. We're like, it's fine. You're big bonded. Look at our family. We're all short bonded. and stocky. That's what it is. And it's like one big bonded is not a thing. Big boned. Big boned. Well, there my family would say big bonded. That's I like know, legit what they would I say. I know, but that's, you've told me, correct me when yeah. I'm saying it wrong. So, so FYI. Big boned. That's what my family would say. And so it's like, I just always assumed that's what was going to happen in my life. But no, you can change anything about your body not actually big boned no there's no such thing there's no such thing every skeleton is the same like you have denser bones yes but that's it like the the sizes the size of the bones are the same yeah that's all it is i'm like you can't use that as an excuse anymore no and there's no double jointed like remember how people like oh yeah i can flex this way really far because i'm double jointed. not a thing that's why you don't have double joints anywhere in your body and if you do you should probably get it checked (laughs) Because I asked a doctor about that. I was like, why do people say that they're double jointed? And they're like, it's just the fact they're flexible. They just think that's a thing. And I'm like, okay. Because when I broke my leg, Mm -hmm. I hyperextended my knee when Mm -hmm. I broke my leg. And for some reason, I thought that was a good thing. I was like, oh, cool. That means I can bend it really far this way and this way now. He's like, that's not a good thing. Your brain (laughs) amazes me sometimes. (laughs) Like... Hyperextending anything in your body is not a good idea. No, didn't realize. Didn't re- I was like, oh, that means I can extend farther. Cool. That's awesome. I have a new trick. No, not a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Hold my beer, guys. That's I'm going to hyperextend my leg for you. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea that it was a bad thing. Yeah. No. No. I no. just, your brain sometimes, it just cracks me up. It cracks me up, man. The way that your brain works yeah. sometimes. So that's why I mean, like, I think because with bodies, it's different. I've just always wanted to have the normal, uh, literally, I just wanted to be this one. I wanted to be the average size is what I wanted to be. So I didn't want to be perfect. I just wanted to be like around size 10 and 12 because I was like that for me, seems like a healthy size. And that's what everybody is around us. And I think that was more like my goal was just to get more of an average size. Um, And I'm not trying to be like skinny mini. I see your fucking judgy face right now and you need to simmer the fuck down. (laughs) Just just because I want to be average size doesn't mean I'm trying to be perfect. That's not what I'm saying. Okay, That's not what I'm saying. Where are you going with that look? You can want to look however you want to look, right? (laughs) I'm not judging you. You, Your eyes did. (laughs) No, because I was thinking. Okay. She had those thinking thinking, judging eyes. It was not judging. I was simply (laughs) saying that the normal body that you want mm-hmm. is your idea of perfection. No. Yes. No. Because, because that's what you're going for. Perfection is no flaws and no defects. And I'm owning the flaws and defects. Just I want to be a, an, a healthier average size for my frame. Okay. but So take, that's not perfection. You're, I think you're taking perfection in a different route. 
You're you're labeling everything perfect just because someone wants it. And that's not how perfection is. No, but it's your view of perfection. That's how you are viewing your end result. Well, I think that's how you're viewing my you're you're saying that I'm trying to be perfect by having a different label on it. We're going to agree to disagree. Yes, we will. Yes. Because I I know the difference between with my work and how perfect I want it versus my body. But there's different so, levels of wanting perfection. Is there? Are we making to their me, levels? Yes, okay. I think there's levels. Then explain you know? your levels because I don't know that there's levels. Because my idea of perfection okay. is going to be con- completely different than your idea of perfection. Yes. And my end result of my body is a different view of than yeah, what what's you your levels, want. Though? So, I mean, but there's levels of like what I view as perfect and what you view well, as perfect. We already said that. What are your levels? You said there's levels to perfection. So I want you to explain what you mean by levels of perfection for yourself. Because that's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm thinking. Okay. Because I think what I'm trying to say is, is that I have like we have ideas of what we want our body to look like. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that we're going to be trying to be perfect all the time to be that ideal body. Is the deal. To me, that is that is striving per, for, for perfection. perfection, your own perfection. Hmm. In I my as, brain, I that's see it as how. a goal and I see it as a well, and as I'm a not saying thing. that it's a bad thing. Like, I'm not saying like you striving for that is a horrible is a bad thing or I'm just kind of more maybe labeling that. I think you're labeling, yeah. And generalizing, yeah. Like, because we're constantly striving for our own perfection, our own ideal of idea of perfection, no matter what we're doing. You know, we're wanting to do the perfect workout. We're like the perfect workout for us, the perfect body style for us. I think it's interesting how you use the word perfection, I guess, because like with a workout, like I just want to be successful and know that I completed it. Like I can fuck up all the way through it and fall and tumble and not do a stretch right and not and not be upset with myself as long as I completed it. And so I guess like that's what I'm trying to say is like if you can still be flawed in the moment of you trying to do it, then it's not perfection. It's just you trying to complete a goal or you trying to achieve something because you can achieve something and not it be perfection. I think I think we're just going to have to agree to disagree okay, on, this, okay. on this point. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I th- I view it differently. Yeah. And yeah. that is a part of getting this information out there is that some people will agree with me. Some yeah. people will agree yeah, with message you. Us. Some what do people you guys will think? split it down the middle and be like, <laughs> I agree with both of you. Like yeah. that there are I, I I think in my own life I have always strived I for perfection. I think that's the difference. Yeah. I've always wanted the perfect home, the yeah. perfect husband, the perfect not kids because fuck that shit. Yeah, um, you did grow up wanting that like white picket fence house with the husband and the dogs and we are fully stable and you want everybody to see this. And I didn't give a fuck. I just wanted to be able to live on my own. Well, I grew up in a family and I love my mom dearly and she worked very fucking hard to get yeah, where she mom's is amazing. and to raise four kids on her own with a abusive asshole ex. Like my dad is a piece of shit. Right. I've probably met him four times in my whole life. Right. Yeah. Um. So I have always viewed my life as not perfect, 
because I would go to people's houses and they would have a mom and a dad. Right. And it didn't matter if like their house was not like the perfect house or anything. I viewed it as like they have the perfect life because they have a mom and a dad. Because they have what you didn't have. Exactly. So when I grew up, that's what I always strive for. Mm -hmm. I strive for the perfect life. Mm -hmm. And... That was my own view of perfect. That makes more sense because our bring-ups are way different. Yes. Like, because you are from a single mom household mm-hmm. and my parents were there. It was just very dysfunctional. <laughs> but well, they I mean, were what like, family isn't. Right? They, yeah. they were perfect for each other because they were ridiculous. And they understood each other mm-hmm. and they leveled each other out. But like, I've, our bring-ups are way, way different. Like, I didn't care for the house picket fence situation. Like, I didn't even think about having kids or having a husband. Like, all I wanted to do was literally run my own business. I wanted to go to college, get my four-year degree, and then run the shit. Like, Mm -hmm. and I just wanted to do me. And I didn't care if I was in an apartment. I didn't care if I was in different cities. I just wanted to do what I wanted to do because that was what hindered me was people telling me that I can't do shit. Mm-hmm. And when you tell me I can't do something, what do I do? You do it. <laughs> I fucking do it. And I do it like all the way to the top. Like mm-hmm. there's no way that that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why like the perfection is different for me because like my bring up's different. My thought processes behind it are different because I'm like, I'm always been having to, to achieve a goal. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, what's the goal? Kill it. What's the goal? Kill it. Like, this is what we're going to do now. Like, it's never, it's never about being perfect. It's just like, I need more money. I got to take care of this family. I got to do X, Y, and Z to make sure all these things run together. So I think your, okay, how do I word this? My view of perfection, of wanting certain things, I consider that striving for perfection Mm -hmm. or striving to get what I want out of life. And you label it as a goal. Yeah, because I've been having like ever since like out of high school, like they teach you how to make smart goals and how to like make sure they're achievable, they're rateable, they're measurable. So like, yeah, like that's why for me, they're just goals. But you're still striving towards. Well, striving doesn't make it a perfection. I I know that's what I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to explain. Okay, okay, Is that. You view it as striving towards a goal. Right. And smashing that goal out of the park. Yeah. 100%. To me, that is striving for a type of perfection in your life. Interesting. So that's why that's why we're. That's why we're clashing. Because you're calling it something different than what I call it. Right. And vice versa. Because I see perfection as someone that like wakes up in the morning and goes, I can't leave the house unless I'm fully showered. I have to have makeup on. I better do my hair. I have to like have all these things before I like start my day. Like I have to be perfect or I'm going to like freak out if I'm not perfect and I can leave and the house. Not that there's anything wrong with that because like, hello, most of the time I do not leave the house without some type of makeup on. No, I don't think it's wrong. I just thought that's what I see as like what perfection is, is like where it's going to upset you if you don't have those things and or you can't do those things because like for me I'm like I'm just me I'm putting on clothes I'm going to be clean mm-hmm. sometimes I'm going to have makeup on sometimes I'm not and it's not a big deal mm-hmm. um, because like with the whole achieving thing that's just like hey my I want a four-year I want a four-year degree right so I have to do x y and z to get there but that's not and I have to achieve this goal that doesn't mean I'm trying to be perfect to get to the 
end result. So like I just I use I view perfection differently because I feel it. Mm -hmm. I feel perfection is only with looks for some reason. That's what I was going to just say. Yeah, mine is, is like, only I your see description of it is like yep. makeup, hair, shower, like mm -hmm. looking like, like perfection. Looking, looking like, per yeah, it's all about the look. And to me, perfection can be a range. It could be your house. Mm -hmm. It could be your workout. You. It could be your looks. It could be the type of family you mm -hmm. want, the type of job you want. There, I think there are little, there are different levels to finding perfection in your life. But I think in most of the time when you think perfection, you think looks, yep. you think body style, yep. makeup, mm -hmm. hair, or for guys like being buff, being the right like size. Because um, they have to deal with that shit too. They do. Yeah. They do. We actually um, were talking about that, about how as much as women want to look like other women, mm -hmm. like the perfect woman. Yeah. Men have the same, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The same. I'm just going to say problem. <laughs> well, problem. I, don't, I, don't I know had a different we're... word in my head. Gotcha. Um, the same problem yeah. as that. Because we were actually saying women, when you get the surgery, your goal is to just get as small as you possibly can. Yeah. As that's, quickly as possible. That's your only goal yeah. in life, right? For most, for most of us, that is your goal. And then some people, some girls will like work out and try to get buff while they're mm -hmm. don't. Do, but the mo the majority of women get as small as you can. That's the end. Well, of yeah, because that's the the stereotype is women need to be small. And mm -hmm. what's the stereotype for men? They need to be buff. Mm -hmm. They need to be big. They have to have shoulders, biceps. Like. So men have like a worse, almost worse than us because they, number one, have to lose the weight. But then they have to balance it with gaining muscle because if you're too small, then you're not the perfect guy. Yeah, that has to suck because like that body dysmorphia mind fuck that's going to happen because they have mm -hmm. to gain now. Mm -hmm. Like I know we all had some problems when mm -hmm. we like gained some weight, even if it was five pounds, 10 pounds. We're like, what? And let alone a man that has to like do the same mm -hmm. just so he can like fit the mold. Yeah. Of what a man should look like. And that's it's ridiculous. Like if we if we could just stop putting labels on people, which I know will never happen. It'll never happen. But unfortunately, that would go a long way because then people mm -hmm. could finally just be them and be comfortable in their body and not having to strive for something that's like not achievable. Because like not every man can be buff and big like that. Mm -hmm. That's just not like my husband is five, five. Mm -hmm. Like he's never going to be that burly big guy. And that's fine. Because, like, he doesn't need to be. Mm -hmm. It's like, why do we have to be like, well, he has to look like that. She has to look like that. It's like, no, we all have different body types. Again, with the clothes, different body types. What we mean you're going to wear aren't going to be the same mm -hmm. things because it doesn't fit us the same way. Yes. And I think what we're kind of learning from this, because mm -hmm. we kind of had an idea of what we wanted to talk about. Right. And we hit those points. But it's what's funny to me is that how different our view is. Like, I mm -hmm. thought we viewed it the same. Yeah, no. But we don't. Mm -mm. I just think it's perfection as looks. Yeah. Yeah. And I I view as perfection over an entire life. Yeah, yeah. Like, you want a perfect life. Well, no, I'm not, not saying like, like me. Right, but you see it as like perfect I, lives. I, like, I, I picture it as different aspects of your life. life can, right. You can go towards like... You see it as like a goal is you want to have a good job. Yeah. 
in my brain, I'm like, you're striving to get your perfect job for no, you. It's not. Yeah. And that's what I see. Yeah. So it's interesting that we very much have different views Views. on perfection. But I think that's good. You can hear both sides and, you know, kind of decide what how you want to take it. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's not a bad thing to strive for. Like well, the it, perfect job for you or the perfect, you know, there's different. It can be just mentally draining. So it's just like using the word perfect can really fuck someone's mind up because if they can't ever get to that thing, then they feel defeated and no one is perfect. So that's why like, hey, it's OK if you're not perfect. Oh, yeah. Like completely. it's OK to not get these things or look a certain way because like, and that's why I think we, I focus more on looks because your looks are very uncontrollable. You're born a certain way. I have dark hair, dark eyes. Like I'm very pale skinned. I'm not going to be a blonde. I'm not going to be tan. Like there are certain things that just, I can't change. I can't change my height. I can't change my hips. So it's like when it comes to perfection, I always go to looks because People go to looks and then they make fun of people when they can't change the things that they were born with. So it's like, how is that fair to anybody? So I'm going to go back for just a quick second because you can change the color of your eyes because there are colored contacts and you can change your hair. I but think permanently. I meant. <laughs> I'm just saying because I'm not a natural redhead, guys. Guess what? No, you're not. Um, and I don't have lashes that look like this normally. Right. So, yeah. I there are things that you can change, like with that aspect of looks. Now, but that's also someone tr- striving for perfection, right? In in your sense, that would be someone's changing and altering their look for to be perfect for their own perfection. Got it. Their okay. own their own strive. Like I view, like I like my long hair. Yeah, I love my long I hair. I strive yeah. to have long hair, so I like to have the perfect hair. For me. Right. So I think it's it's not ne- necessarily a negative thought. I think you have a lot of negativity attached to I do. The, po- the word positive or perfect. No, not, not pos- positive. Yeah, perfect because I've been a bigger girl since I was like five. Mm-hmm. So everybody would be like, why? Like, I'm not perfect because I'm not small. That, mm-hmm. that would always be the ratio. It was never my smartness. Mm-hmm. It was never how funny I am. It was never of those things. It was always my body. Mm-hmm. And ever since I've been so young, I've been a bigger body. Mm-hmm. So it's always been about the body. And so since I can't achieve those, I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's why for so long, I'm like, I don't fucking want to be perfect because guess what? I can't and I don't mm-hmm. care. And that's why I always have this attachment to it as a negative because people put the word perfect on me mm-hmm. as a negative. Yep. I've never used it in a positive way because mm-hmm. even at work, they say, hey, Mel, you can't be perfect. And mm-hmm. it's always like not in like a negative tone, but it's it's a tone of like stop trying to do too much mm-hmm. and you're like no I just want it to all be done <laughs> yeah no I get it so I completely like, get it so I, I've always been taught in a negative format so well with that being said guys we are going to wrap this up yes. you need to message us let us know yeah let us know who you, what do you guys who think? you 
feel more relate towards. more yeah. towards because I think this is an interesting it is veer of our <laughs> episode because I did not see that coming me neither so and we got kind of heated for a second we, <laughs> we were did. like no 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 back the fuck <laughs> up I'm explaining my fucking self <laughs> explain yourself damn yes. it explain it so if you guys have a an idea of what your perfection is or if you relate positively negatively whatever um we'd like to hear from you yes we do and so we also want to let you know like there's no there's no person out there that's perfect yes there's not so don't stress yourself out or be mean to yourself and give yourself the grace that you need yes because it's not fair to be mean to yourself knowing that no one in this world is perfect no matter what you see Mm -hmm. on facebook and instagram and tiktok and all those places Mm -hmm. all those motherfuckers are flawed as well Yes, we all are are all flawed no matter what. Yeah. We all have things that we don't like about ourselves, mm-hmm. things that we do like about ourselves, and focus on the things that you like about yourself. Exactly. Not the negativity. That's right. That's so. right. Well, we love you guys. We love you. And we will see you next, next time. Bye. Hey, listeners, if you enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform you get your podcast. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Join us on patreon.com forward slash OSLP, where you can get exclusive content. We would like to give a big thank you to Anne-Marie Cruz for our logo, Nick Dukes for our web design, Dylan Godfrey for our editing, and Eric Vaughn from 17th Street Studios for our music and recording space. Thanks for listening to our Sleeve Life podcast. We are breaking the stigma of weight loss and weight loss surgery one episode at a time.